You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. Hey, Michael. What you doing? Michael Olson is gracing us with his presence. Let's see what he has to say. Well, I come to get some advice from the doc. You did? What's going on, my friend? Well, it's time for me to get back into keto. Yeah. Um, We did an exceptionally good job with me before COVID. Yeah. And COVID, of course, had a way of locking you inside with... All by yourself, just you in the refrigerator. Yeah, in right? the in the cabinet full of flour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. All of the comfort foods. You yeah. Know. So um, we did a wonderful job uh, working with you before. So how would you recommend that I get back into keto? Well, um, you know, post pandemic keto. That's a that's a great question. I'm so glad you asked. You know, there you still have the workbook. Somewhere yeah. buried mm-hmm. somewhere, but the you know there's a seven week course that we do that, and that's right. what we did. We right. did that every week live right. in my office every Wednesday night for over, almost a year and a half, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fun. Um, we did put it online, so it is online. People can access that week one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and it teaches you the first week to just pay attention to what you're eating. We found step how, number one. Do you remember how many times you were putting food in your mouth? Yep. How often? Well, probably, what, 47 times a day. (laughs) But that was step one. Oh, it can't eat this. Right. Because uh, every time you put food in your mouth, it's a meal. Exactly. And what does that induce in your body when you put food in your mouth? Zoom. Yeah, it gets your pancreas to put out insulin. And so we end up putting so much food in our body that turns into sugar and it's so readily available and it turns to power so quickly that the other fuel, which is what? Proteins and ketones. fats. Yeah, fats. So ketones burn like a gas stove, very clean and slowly. between throwing a wadded up newspaper into the fire or putting an oak log yes. into the fire. Yeah, it's very good. You're very wise. So you want to eat more. Just go eat some oak logs and you'll be okay. I'll be okay, right? <laughs> yeah. But most important, start by just recognizing what you're eating mm-hmm. and stop eating all day long. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, there's been this uh, information out there that you should be eating six small meals a day. Mm-hmm. Most of them filled up with carbohydrates, which keeps your pancreas producing insulin all day all long. All day long. And you just keep putting on the fat all day long. We've not been taught to burn the other fuel, which is called a ketone. And so when you go down Well, to f- you know, in fact, Doc, we've been told that eating fats mm-hmm. was bad. Yeah. I mean, that was been, that's been the American Heart Association's mantra for decades. Yeah, eat, don't eat fats. Saturated fats. Yeah, but also you want to eat the, you know, canola oil and the, you know, the vegetable oils, which actually create brittle cells inside your body. Where the so health- you don't want to eat those. No, you want to eat things like coconut oil, olive oil, avocado oil, uh, ghee, you know, things along that butter. line. Butter. Yeah, and whipping cream, which is great in the keto Whole coffee. whipping cream. Yeah. And no sugar in it. <laughs> no sugar mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. And that will get your body burning fuel correctly. So you need to switch, just like these cars that burn electrical, electricity and gas, they need to, you have to have a switch that works back mm-hmm. and forth. We don't have a keto switch in our body. It's been broken 
probably since World War II, you know? Yeah. So we've got to train that switch so that we can go into ketosis, the right ketosis. And I think the biggest mistake people make, and thank you for coming in, I really appreciate it. The biggest mistake people make is they get online and they just kind of start looking stuff up and trying it and they fail. And they get what's sometimes they eat the really bad, unhealthy things, and it's called dirty well, keto. That, you know that ke- ke- what you taught us is very precise. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, it is precise. Where you're, you're actually measuring the stuff in your blood. Exactly. So measuring your ketones and your glucose mm-hmm. levels. Just monitor. It's like if you had a Ferrari, you have on the dashboard heat. And, you know, oil pressure, heat and oil pressure. And you're driving down the road at a million miles an hour. You're constantly watching that gauge to make sure the car is not going to blow up. We don't have a gauge on our body. We've not been told that we have one. But we have aches and pains and things start going, things fall off. (laughs) I know. So, so, you know, something's wrong. A lot of things stick on, you know, like... So, you know, what you taught us was the blessings of... uh, Bulletproof, but it was bulletproof coffee. Yeah, keto coffee. Yeah, keto coffee, which is essentially uh, a big tab of butter and some whole whipping cream and coffee, mm-hmm. and that gets you through a long ways into the day. Yeah, once your body can process the cream and the butter, which is a f- all fat, once your body knows how to burn ketones. But remember how many people had a hard had time. Had a hard time dealing with that, yeah. Yeah, it took them weeks to get their body to burn a ketone. It was like their their body was like uh, Joe Pesci in the movie... Uh, whatever that movie is, My Cousin Vinny, just what is a grit anyway? You know, your body doesn't know what a ketone is. So we have to teach it to burn them. Mm -hmm. And some people get into ketosis relatively quickly. Other people can take a couple months. Some of the things that prevent you from getting into ketosis is inflammation in the body at the organ level, toxicity, which is a big one, which could be heavy metals, molds, and hidden infections. Um, And then just getting, you know, maybe not eating the right um, percentage of of carbohydrates versus protein versus uh, fat. So there's a dial. I mean, you just have to learn how to dial it in. Yeah, you have to pay attention. Mm -hmm. So then having had the Bulletproof coffee in the morning, I'm good to go from five, four or five till 11 in the morning. Yeah. What do I do then? So that's a great question. So we want to have what's called an eating window, which in uh, the intermittent fasting realm, and one reason you want to intermittent fast in the first place is because it helps your body break down old, bad, unhealthy cells. It's a term that we've talked about many times called autophagy, auto, cell, phagy, to eat. And um, a lot of the cells in our body when we're fat and sassy, it becomes senile cells or senescent cells. And those senescent cells can mutate into cancer cells. They can drag other cells down. It's like a bowl of apples and you have one rotten apple in that bowl. Pretty soon the, Pretty whole, soon the whole thing's rotten now. Unless you take that rotten apple out. And that's what... Um, Autophagy does for that's, you. Yeah, and that's what fasting does. Mm-hmm. So you need to learn how to do it. But the biggest thing people forget when they're doing intermittent fasting is a certain day called a... Feasting day. The feast day. You're doing great, Michael. Yes, I always remember feasting days. Yeah, <laughs> everybody loves the feast day. So, <laughs> yeah, we and, like... And the purpose of the feasting day is to tell your body to stop thinking 
it knows what you've got planned for it, right? Yeah, it's the body loves this term, which I don't know that we were talking about it back then, called hormesis, H-O-R-M-E-S-I-S. I don't think we use that, no. Yeah, it's just, it's stress. The body loves stress. If you work out at a gym, you can tear a muscle down to a point that it will regenerate correctly. If you overdo it, you'll damage your body. Right. So when we are doing intermittent fasting, which is two meals a day, um, if we just keep doing that, the body gets used to it and nothing happens anymore. So we have to do a 24-hour fast to make the body dig really deep to find the fuel that it needs. And then we want to do what's called a feast day. So the body goes, hey, I'm, you know, I'm doing great. I don't have to worry about it. I'm not starving. I'm not starving. Everything's okay. Life, yeah. Yeah. So we alternate between these. And then we actually did some fasting. Did you do? A, I did a three-day fast. A three-day yeah. fast. How'd that go for you? Spectacular, but yeah. my wife really was the one who who was in just blown away by the impact on her vision. Yeah, on her eyes. Yeah, wow. And um, it was a, a total, totally amazing. And now you did five day fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know the a, a gentleman. We're almost done here, but a gentleman named um, Doctor. Um, let's see, not Michael Skinner. Uh, I forget his name right now, but he wrote the book of Cancer is a Metabolic Disease. Mm -hmm. Metabolic has to do with metabolism. Metabolism has to do with eating. So when you do intermittent fasting and everything we're talking about, you can, when you do one five-day water fast a year, he says this could in decrease your risk of cancer by 95%. Because that five-day water fast is breaking down those old, yeah. hidden, senescent cells, and it's also autophagy. pulling... Autophagy. Yeah, wow. autophagy, and it's also pulling the toxins out of your body. So we haven't done um, a class in a while. Um, I'm considering doing an in-house class. And which are really a lot of fun, because yeah. it's like, uh, I, I imagine AA must be, where everybody sits around and says... I am Michael Olson, and I eat too much. <laughs> <Something laughs> exactly. Like that, right? Yeah, I'm Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I haven't been in autophagy for a month. There you, you know. go. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, well, that's great. It's it's amazing the changes that we made in people. And we, you lost how much would you weigh in like seven I lost weeks? Thirty-four pounds in seven weeks. Yeah, in seven weeks. Yeah, yeah and you've right. kept most of it off. Most of it, yeah. Yeah. But I still, you know, yeah. I suffered. you even look better since when I saw you. Did you start already? No. No. No, I haven't, but Maybe I, I thought about it. Maybe <laughs> that's it, right? That's awesome. Oh, you know what happens? I went for, uh, helped my daughter move from Virginia to Louisiana, and we drove through oh. the south. Oh. And all of the good barbecue places mm -hmm. are named Piggy. <laughs> so you pull into a town like Montgomery, Alabama, and you search for piggies hmm. in Montgomery, and you find a great barbecue place. Wow, that sounds awesome. It was fun, but now it's on my... <laughs> well, that's good. Well, I, I'm glad you, you stopped in. This is uh, McCollum Wellness Radio. Dr. Michael Olson just came in to say hi, and uh, we'll see you next week. We're going to go out with a little bit more Nights in White Satin. Thank you so much. Nights in White Satin Never reaching the end Letters I've written Never meaning to send These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This information is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease, even if it does.